and Tinashe and Lean On Me. The time is 2.08 and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Saudi Osmani. Now, Hong Kong has always been at the forefront of showcasing the art and culture of Asia. And given the current conditions, it is great to know that there are still some great events taking place that are accessible to us. Solana Fine Art is currently promoting Korean modern and contemporary art masters and their paintings, photographs, objects and crafts in two very special exhibitions, Pervade and Ode to the Moon. To tell me about the exhibitions, let me welcome Hannah Lee, content manager, Rachel Lee, the curator, and Agnes Wu, the gallery operations manager from Solana Fine Art. Good afternoon to you all. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Good afternoon. Sadia. Good afternoon. Lovely. Thank you for having Saluna Fine Art on your show. <laughs> You're more than welcome. It's so nice that we're able to do this through Zoom and I can uh-huh. see all of you at the moment. Yeah. Now it's Wonderful. you know, I was looking at some of the press releases about this exhibition and there was just so much there. First of all, you know, Rachel, do tell me, you know, pervade an ode to the moon. Tell me a little bit about the exhibitions. Um so the purvey is a um, a show started in a first um, in Korean Culture Center, and then uh, from uh, last month we started in a, our gallery. Mm-hmm. So for the f- detail of the show, uh, our content manager Hannah will continue. Yes. Hannah? Yeah, so uh, first of all, like in case our listeners aren't familiar, uh, Saluna Fine Art is a contemporary Asian fine art gallery in Shangwan, Hong Kong. And in the Hong Kong art gallery scene, we are prominently known to represent several established Korean contemporary artists who you will hear about as I explain the exhibitions. And uh, we also represent a wonderful group of Hong Kong artists to bridge the cultural gap between Hong Kong and Korea and to create more holistic interest in the Eastern aesthetics and philosophy through the contemporary works that still have traditional values. And uh, as Sadia has introduced, um, we have two ongoing exhibitions called Pervade in our gallery space in Shangwan and another exhibition called Ode to the Moon in Korean Cultural Center in PMQ in Central. Uh, So we have we also have videos up, uh, explaining both exhibitions in detail if you want to learn more about mm-hmm. it from the comfort and safety of your home. Um, the videos are online and social, social media, uh, Saluna Fine Arts Instagram and YouTube channel. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so is it okay if I go through the, sure. go through each exhibition yes, in absolutely. detail? Go starting ahead. with Pervade? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Pervade is a dual show with two artists, Lee No and Hain Du, and they're actually two of the most influential masters in Korean and abstract modern art. Um, and we're showcasing four works from the abstract letter series by Lee No and seven works of Buddhist symbolism paintings by Hain Du. Um, and both artists happen to belong to the most uh, turbulent uh, generation like that witnessed the social changes in Korean history, including the independence from Japan and division of North and South Korean Peninsula. Um, and so at this time, you know, the Korean artists were really distraught, confused, and engaged in heated debates about the traditional and the new, the Oriental and the Western art sectors. 
Um, and starting with Lee Jung-no, uh, he was born in 1904 in Korea. And as a young boy, he had received traditional education in Chinese um, and learned calligraphy and literati painting. And in his abstract letter series, he focuses on the um, abstract patterns of the Korean words hanja and the old Chinese characters and combines them to uh, different patterns uh, that look like like abstract collage board. Yeah, it's <laughs> very pretty you. actually. And, um, you can see it on the Facebook series. We not only see elements of Chinese and Korean characters, but we also sometimes see, as our view visitors would say, the alphabets. And this could reflect uh, the artist's nomadic experimentative development of his artistic style because he moved from Seoul to Korea, uh, Seoul to Tokyo, Tokyo, and then to Paris, where he had eventually uh, state. And he also founded the Academy of Oriental Painting in Paris and began to play an important role in spreading the Eastern culture to the West by teaching Eastern calligraphy and art. Um, and while he lived in Europe, he started to deviate from his earlier literati expressive ink paintings and began to adopt more rigid structured forms through constructions of a collage, which uh, was a popular Western post-war art practice at the time. Mm. And as seen in the abstract letter series, uh, Lee also uses these construction of collage to use uh, using a uh, traditional Korean paper called hanji. Hanji is made from uh, mulberry tree uh, native to Korea. And he painted the background first and then took another page of hanji that's painted in a different color, cut them into different uh, shapes of the letter strokes and glue them onto the background. And then he painted the outlines of the shapes with ink. Oh. And if you, yeah, it, it's very delicate because it's made from paper. Yeah. Um, and if you see his uh, mixed media collage works in person or through our exhibition videos online, you'll see uh, scrunched up papers uh, glued to the background showing very heavy textures of the paper fibers. So Liu No introduced a new meaning to the European concept of collage making mm -hmm. by using the, the traditional Korean artistic medium hanji. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Um, I was just going to say, actually, I interrupted you there, that if people want to have a look at some of the abstract letter paintings, there are a couple of pictures on my Facebook page, Saudi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. Mm -hmm. So you can have a look at that. Um, and mm -hmm. they're very pretty ones. The, the particular one was the, the letters that you were just talking about just earlier on. Right. Right. Uh, they're all part of his uh, abstract letter series. He he produced like uh, hundreds, hundreds of them uh, over the course of the years he stayed in Paris. Um, and he also passed away in Paris as well. Mm -hmm. um, and our the next master is uh, called Hai Indu. Mm -hmm. uh, he was born in 1930, so 25 years younger than the Yungno, but they both passed away in 1989. Mm -hmm. um, and Hai Indu belongs to a, a progressive group of young artists called Contemporary Artist Association. Um, and they, the group had pioneered and modernized the traditional academic Korean art scene uh, during the conservative atmosphere at the time. And Hai Indu was uh, ultimately enlightened by the past and future connections. He borrowed the traditional concept of, of Buddhist ideas and symbols 
in his works. And he created mystifying organic compositions of color field art that resembles uh, folk and shamanic artworks. Uh, in his red painting called Untitled, uh, which you can see on our IG, um, there's a centric circle in the middle with the diffusion of irregular strokes marks surrounding it. And in his other oil painting series, you can also observe mystic circles or centric figures and forms that immediately uh, draw your eyes. It's almost as if they're the focal mm -hmm. points which are commonly used in spiritual practices like yoga, meditation, where the students are told to focus on a dot or an object to maintain, maintain their balance and focus. Um, and Haindu also utilized colors, uh, the enlightenment of colors to create various color field art that's connected to the Eastern philosophy. Um, in traditional a Korean color spectrum called O Pangsek, O means five, um, which is a five color scheme of white, black, blue, yellow, and red. And in larger Eastern philosophy context, these five colors also represent different directions like East, West, North, and South, uh, uh, representing a uh, kind of hinting to a spiritual journey. For example, in Ha's painting called Mandala, we see a lot of repetitions of blue and white. Blue portraying the awakening, uh, the new knowledge in the East because the sun rises from the East. Mm. And white portrays the end of all things, the death uh, in the West because the sun sets in the West. And in his painting Mandala, there are circling divisions of uh, blue, white, uh, in repetition. So if we read his painting from outside to the inner core, we can understand it as a spiritual journey of awakening, dying and rebirth and so on. <laughs> You've explained it so well, Hannah, that, you know, the visual pictures are coming into my mind. But like, as I said, like, you know, go to Facebook, have a look at some of those pictures. But I think, you know, what you just mentioned, what you said about actually seeing some of these works on video, that is absolutely fabulous that you can do that. And, and to actually mm -hmm. see them in front of you. I mean, you have a number of exhibits, haven't you? The exhibition is quite a large one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this uh, two artists exhibition in our gallery space, as well as the, the 12 artist group show we're having in Korean Cultural Center mm -hmm. in PMQ. So, um, yeah, we're having a very two like important shows right now. But, yeah. uh, you know, in, in spite of COVID, like we still we're creating a lot of online contents for our v viewers. So um, that's amazing yeah, that, you can, that you can do that. <laughs> that people on the art gallery yeah, scenes in Hong Kong. I know. <laughs> so how are you, I mean, during the pandemic, obviously these were amazing yeah. exhibitions and it's kind of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is not going to come around again um, after the 12th, it's not going to be there. So it's a good opportunity to go and see it now. Um, are yeah. you, are you being careful in terms of like, is it, there's restrictive capacity within the exhibition for people to go in? obviously yes. if they want to come and visit uh it's not just our gallery but most of the galleries are now streamlining their operations to mostly online and we have to uh restrict the number of visitors and halt all our opening receptions and events uh so uh, even though it might not be the best time for an artist, you know, who actually want to inter interact with the audience, um, we have digital platforms like Instagram, Artsy, and media platforms like RTHK, mm -hmm. uh, 
where we are we actually we're still as busy as we yeah. were before no it sounds amazing <laughs> that you can still do it yeah but yeah you know and i think that it's a there's a lot there but now tell me just generally about korean art i mean yeah. when you have been talking about it there's a huge richness in terms of not only i mean this exhibition doesn't cover only paintings but there's mm -hmm. also some beautiful pictures of pots and things like that and yes. vases um, so yeah. what is so what is distinct about Korean art, which is perhaps not yeah. anywhere else? What would you say? Yeah, to talk about Korean art, the essence of it, I think uh, talking about Ode to the Moon will the exhibition in KCC Korean Cultural Center in Hong Kong will be the will be the perfect segue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Ode to the Moon uh, is actually an English translation of the Korean title called Umpung Yongwar, which is a four character idiom describing the act of composing poetry under the bright moonlight. It is mm. associated with the uh, East Asian philosophical ideal of finding a perfect moment uh, through the harmony of nature and humans. Uh, it's a perfect synchrony of all ma external matters like sky, earth, and human. So this is the reason why we divided our exhibitions exhibition into three zones, sky, earth, and human. The, and each, the exhibition showcases various media works, like you said, from paintings to photography to objects and crafts by 12 contemporary artists, a Korean artist that we are representing in Selena Fine Art. Um, and rather than actually going through all 12 participating <laughs> artists, I think it'll be best to highlight one sure. artist from each section of the exhibition. So uh, we have artist Kim Dok Young from the section of Sky, who primarily works with uh, mixed media of wood, paint, and mother of pearls to depict his night sky series. The artist chooses to use wood as his canvas, uh, as a metaphor to uh, the window of frame, as if the viewers are imagining themselves gazing through the windows to see these sublime sceneries. And these are, there are also shiny pieces of mother of pearls that are embedded onto the wood mm. to evoke almost like a genuine euphoric sensation of looking up at the powerful galaxy, the sky full of stars and energy. Um, that sounds and, beautiful. You know, yeah. I'm just imagining just the thought of Mother of Pearl is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. We have ex exhibited Kim Dog Young's works in the past in art fairs and exhibitions. And we often hear feedback from our audience that his works are fairly traditional in Eastern culture in terms of the uses, usage of wood and Mother of Pearl, uh, two natural materials that uh, frequently appear in traditional like Eastern furniture and objects like jewelry box, but they're also uh, considered timeless and modern uh, art because they're fully natural materials that are mm -hmm. very still recognizable in contemporary mm -hmm. settings like, uh, you know, pearl jewelry and, you know, wooden furniture, so on. <laughs> and um, now moving on to another section of our exhibition, which is Earth. We have the artist Kim Sun-do, who creates traditional ink paintings with subjects such as plants and flowers, but with a twist of using very vibrant colors, like a cherry red background and a very, uh, like a very bright blue and with the scattered white dots to indicate stars again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he also includes uh, recognizable modern objects like 
a can of Coca-Cola or a bag of potato chips lying on the ground next to the plants, plants to show a little bit of uh, contemporary humor. But he also in turn makes these insignificant objects to appear very poetic and beautiful in the context. And this is actually what Kim Sun-do ultimately tries to uh, encourage the audience, um, you know, to recall the warmth of the warmth of life that exists all around us that we don't have to look too far to find it. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, I was just I was just yeah. going to refer to the the picture that you yeah. sent me which is beautiful of flowers yes. like vibrant orange and then there's yes. a lovely blue sky with stars in the in the back as well. You can yes. see the little dots that you were describing. That is on my Facebook page if people want to go and see it. It looks beautiful, absolutely yeah. stunning. Yeah, I saw it and I saw it earlier as well on your Facebook page yeah. and liked it. <laughs> and um, so last but not least, our last highlight artist is Ha Sang-wook, whose works are being exhibited in the human zone of the exhibition. And Ha is an established Puncheong ceramic artist in Korea. And Puncheong ceramic is a traditional Korean pottery of dark stoneware that's covered with white slip and clear, gla clear glaze. His contemporary Puncheong series uh, includes small to big scale objects like flower vases, bottles, plates, cups, and such. And he draws these animated motifs on the pottery, such as birds, uh, fish, and, and lotus flower. And he achieves this through a scrofito technique. Scrofito technique requires etching the dark stoneware surface to reveal the lighter color, the white paint underneath. And he has really truly revitalized the, this traditional type of Korean ceramics in the last few years. And he's also the finalist of the Loewe Craft Foundation Prize this year in 2022. And even though his works concentrate on this traditional category of pottery, he continues to modernize Korean puncheong by developing very fun, unique imageries like a tiger holding an iPhone, which you can come to our gallery and see. But um, yeah, you know, the COVID measures yeah. right now, we are sorry to say that the gallery is only open through appointment basis. Yes. Um, and yeah, so we kindly ask that if you want to visit our gallery uh, or future shows, um, you, you know, stay up to date uh, through our website or social media like Instagram, Facebook, newsletters, mm -hmm. uh, as we keep on monitoring the situation. Well, yeah. it sounds absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. It really does. And uh, some of the pictures are great. I think if just just before you go, perhaps if you can just tell us again, if people want to just have a look at the things or actually come to the gallery, what's the best thing to do? Contact you guys or go to the Instagram yes. page, Facebook, what you would suggest? Yes, yeah, so uh, because we are all of us are continuing to monitoring the, the situation, right? And it's not uh, the position of as a commercial gallery that we're in, we're you know not forced to close down like the food, beverage, the uh, certain like sectors, um, but we have to restrict the number of visitors. So we encourage you to make an appointment uh, by contacting us through email uh, or calling us directly. And uh, yeah, and then uh, we, you know, 
And you the, got to the 12th of March, and that's when it finishes, Yeah, right? 12th of March. It's Great. ending really soon, well, yeah. Well, it sounds absolutely wonderful. Um, thank you all for coming on. I didn't hear from Agnes, but Agnes is there. Hello, Agnes. And also <laughs> Rachel and Hannah, thank you very much, and I wish you luck. And I, I do think that it's it looks amazing, and it is well worth a visit. So thank you for coming thank on the show so today. Much. All right, then. Thank I'll you for having you us. You're very welcome. Good luck with the show. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.